On any given day, Nishant Jin can be found on the streets of Vancouver, armed with a fountain pen and a piece of paper, ready to capture fellow Vancouverites in their natural habitat. He's a self-proclaimed sneaky artist, meaning most of his subjects are unaware they're being drawn at all. For me, the real joy of doing this comes from there's a bit of uh, the attitude of getting away with something, like you captured something that was just transient, that was fleeting, and you, you got it, and I have it on paper. Let me show you exactly one recent drawing which meant a lot to me. I was in a cafe and I was looking out, and because it's Vancouver, it started to rain at some point, and so I spotted this couple uh, who had one umbrella between them, and they were huddled close under it and crossing the street when I drew them. And I started to sort of put little stories to them in my mind of what they were doing and what they might have been in the mood for. And I saw this couple and I thought, you know, when you have one umbrella and it starts to rain, it doesn't matter if you just had a fight with your wife. <laughs> you're going to get under that one umbrella and you're going to have to put your heads close together and walk at the same speed and hold the umbrella together in order to be dry. And isn't that a great way to get over a fight? <laughs> and that's, that's so cool. And what I've been fortunate enough to draw. One of the things I, I absolutely love about your art is that you capture people in the most candid of moments, <laughs> just like just living life and doing their daily deeds. Um, this is what I do every day is, is I, I interview people, I talk to people. Right. So how do you feel about drawing me during this moment? <laughs> well, uh, the essential difference in drawing you and drawing the subjects I draw is that you know that I might be doing this. <laughs> so it defeats the purpose of what I call sneaky art, but uh, it's fun to do. Nishant draws hundreds of these pictures a year. Tiny, whimsical, black and white portraits that he knocks off in under an hour. And you can see them for yourself by going to our website at cbc.ca slash now or never. But spending his days drawing wasn't always a part of Nishant's plan. For years, he studied to be an engineer and a scientist. And his studies took him all over the world, from India to the Netherlands to the US. But as he moved from place to place, drawing was always the thing that helped him stay grounded. So I grew up in India. And being a brown male in India is a good thing. You're sort of on top of the pyramid. But then when I moved to the West and I came to a new world where suddenly the world, uh, the, the structures of society are different. And I have to think of myself in a different way. How do I fit into this world? And I lived in rural Wisconsin for three years, for example. And I had to recalibrate who I was because everywhere I went, I was seen in a different way than how I thought of myself. So in this kind of situation, in order to still be able to carry on with my life and to make peace with this, with this thing, art really helped me. Drawing my world became a way for me to see this world and to really spend time in it and to try to understand what is the role that other people play in it. So I feel really alienated in this cafe in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, but I feel less alienated if I draw the other person putting in a coffee order and they happen to order the same thing as me. And I watch them go take their seat and they sit with a friend and they talk to them and they're talking in the same way that I would. So sneaky art, uh, drawing an unfamiliar world in order that it become familiar to me, it really helped me to 
acclimatize and to make peace with foreign surroundings. I love that, that, that it made you feel less alienated. Was there a moment where, where drawing became a regular activity for you? Like something you did every day? So I reached this point where life brought me to Chicago and Chicago was the most beautiful city I'd ever seen. So I gave myself a challenge. I said, I'm going to walk around this city and just draw every day. I'm going to keep drawing and I'm going to make as many bad drawings as I can until I learn to make the good ones. And the only way to keep making bad drawings is if you can't erase. So I knew I needed a pen. If I had a pencil, I would never finish a drawing. I'd keep correcting it. I'd keep changing it. So here's the rules. I have a pen, I have paper, and I have to finish a drawing every day. And I have to keep drawing until I get it. So this was the challenge. I didn't know too much around it. I don't, I didn't know what it would become or that I would have a style from it, which apparently now I do. But this is how it happened. I set myself up in a situation where it was fun to do and therefore it was sustainable to do. I tied it with my joy for exploring this new city and I just did it every day. And it helped me, this daily practice helped me get over these stupid little obstacles like, oh, what a bad drawing you made. It doesn't matter. I'm going to draw again tomorrow. At some point, though, you decided to leave school and, and pursue art full time. And that's huge. What brought that on? I was doing experiments by day at Northwestern University in downtown Chicago. And by in the evenings, I would go to stand up comedy clubs and I would look at people do stand up and I would go to open mic music nights and I would look at these bands and these uh, performers come up and try to make a name for themselves. And I saw so many people come every night, you know, Monday they're in one club, Tuesday, Wednesday they're in another place and Saturdays they're in another place, trying their set again and again and often not really succeeding very well. There was this stand-up comic that I would see every couple of times a week who was not very good, but he was so persistent. And I, there was this one time he did a set and at the end of the set I clapped louder than anyone else because it had just hit me a different way. I realized he was not succeeding, but he was putting everything into this. He just decided he wants to be a comic. And now he's trying again and again and again. What a great way to live. And at that time, I took stock of what I was doing. I looked at my colleagues and my colleagues in research were as dedicated to their research as this guy was to his comedy. And I thought if they are doing what they want and this guy is doing what he wants on stage, I'm the only one here who's not really doing what he wants. And that's not okay. That's just a, what a silly waste of living. So I told my professor the next day that I wanted to quit my PhD program. And just like that, you became a full-time artist. What have you learned since becoming the sneaky artist? The point of what I'm trying to do is that we are walking through this world with so much beauty all around us. And I want to help you to see it. And for various reasons, people are less capable of seeing it. Maybe they're busy, maybe they're in a, you know, they're just occupied with their own mind and they have various other concerns. So I make it my job to be in that same spot that someone else might occupy. So I'll sit on the subway in the same kind of place that you might sit when you're going to work, or I'll sit in a park in the same kind of bench that someone else might. And I look out of a cafe from the same window that everybody does. 
and I'll draw the same things that they see. But the point of art, as I've come to discover it by doing it, and these are not ideas that I had before, but the point is to show us that life is beautiful and that things in life are beautiful. And so my job is to make it easier for somebody to see that. I'm trying to make a case for why you should just sit in a spot and just look around because I've done this and I've done this in places where I thought surely I'm not going to find beauty here. But you sit with a sketchbook and suddenly you see that everything is interesting. And if you do it often enough, weeks and maybe months, you start to see that the whole world is really quite beautiful. Well, I know the background behind me isn't beautiful by any means in the spare bedroom that I'm in in my home, but it is time, I think, for the grand reveal. Like, you've been talking and sketching me this whole time. It is just about done, yeah. Maybe another minute. Okay, yeah. Oh, wait, you sit there and do it. Yeah. Here's a little drawing of you. Hey, look at this. I love that. You got my headphones, the mic. You did a great job with the beard. Like I, for just sitting there to do that while talking. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for doing of that. Course. Like, I just love that there is now a captured moment of this, this time. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, this, right. This, that's, that's, that's you. I, I love I, it. I sketched you. I love it. While we were doing this. I love it. <laughs> I, I, it was, I love it my was under neck. three minutes. I love my oversized ears, and I love that you made a drawing. I think that's that's the best part of it. You drew something today. I love that. <laughs>